0: I tell him, welcome to the gray area and stay away just in case you ain't real enough to relate. Every other Thursday, politics to the chips. Get up on this wave. Now tell me what's to talk about, because we the only thing to talk about. How you keep reality in check? Just keep it real. Rap and don't gossip with the facts, yeah. The NFL playoffs are in full swing coaches getting fired but just the black ones and we gonna talk about it this is the gray area i am the people's champion ray jarvis let's get it Showtime. Woo. i couldn't talk about these issues alone i needed a person that i promised to have back on the show around week 10 of the nfl season but you know how black folks are we always late but we gonna get there the homie J-O, welcome back to the gray area, brother. Yo, good, good, good. Yo, my man, my man. I know I said week 10, but you know the, the things come and they go. The NBA got real interesting out the front gates, so I got distracted with the basketball. Then we had the rap round table, and these weeks kept going on and on and on. But I kept hitting you like, yo, I'm gonna get you on, I'm gonna get you on. And here we are, bro, divisional round in the books. We got coaches getting fired. It seemed like the Negro coaches are getting demotions, but we're gonna get into that in a second. Divisional round. Instead of us doing a generic approach and, and and breaking it down game by game and play by play, they done heard it already. What I want to know from you is, as a person who understands the game follows the sport, what was your keynote takeaways from each game, starting with the Chiefs, the Chiefs and the Chargers? Like, what did you see that you felt like, you know what, this is kind of what the Chiefs and the Chargers, the Chiefs and the Colts, that decided the game in the Chiefs' favor?
1: Number one. Andrew Luck is overrated, bro. Mm. Like, like he, he he just doesn't do it for me, man. I mean, I know I'm, I'm here in Indy. You know, people love him. And well, I'm not going to say people love him. I don't really see too many people, you know what I'm saying, promoting Andrew Luck like that. Right. But before I get too far into it, let me say this. One thing that I did notice, bro, and that really blew me mm-hmm. is Chris Collinsworth. Oh, my God, oh, bro. <laughs> like, my man, take it out your mouth, bro.
0: Like, what's going on? Like, everything Mahomes did was, like, the greatest thing ever. You know what? Like, you know, it was I, insane. It was... It, it's like... I think I have spoke about this on Twitter and on Facebook. I feel like people are falling over themselves with praise for Patrick Mahomes. And this is not to say that the boy is not good. Because he can ball. That's hands down. Search. But I feel as though... I heard them saying the same things verbatim about Colin Kaepernick around 2012. Like, word for word, we've never seen anything like this before. The athleticism, the arm strength. Yeah, so y'all just gonna keep doing the same kind of narrative, the same kind of energy with every colored quarterback who can run fast and throw hard? Like, slow down. The boy is good. If you know football, how how we know football, and we know the schemes of Andy Reid, we also know that Andy Reid is a big part of why he's been successful. I keep asking People to tell me, and they don't answer the question, J.O. How many tight windows does Mahomes have to throw in? Mahomes' athleticism and his ability to extend plays is amazing. That sidearm throw is amazing. Oh, yeah. It also screams Tommy John surgery for a quarterback, but that's neither here nor there. But their play design is set up to where he doesn't have to make tough decisions. A lot oh, of the no, throws he all. makes are in wide open windows for high level skill players who, who, run, who, who run after the catch. Like it's rare that I see he has to like read a defense and make a throw. Like Andy Reid's play designs are so immaculate that is wide receiver in space, running back in space, tight end in space. What, is, Do you- what decisions does Mahomes have to make?
1: which one Which one of these guys you want to throw to. Right. That's it. That's it. I know it's insane. I know it, it sounds
0: like slander, but it's just like, I know football, bro. And it's like, we got to be honest. He's good, but he's not great. Pump the brakes, but I'm going to scale back. I don't want to upset the people and no, their no. sensibilities. For me, I mean, it was the fact that the, I felt like the Colts, you know, and I throw this to you, like, I felt like the Colts allowed themselves to get behind the eight ball too early in the game. I felt like they should have tried to, like, get that game to the fourth quarter, and I felt like they failed in doing so by letting the Chiefs kind of dictate terms in the first quarter, and they kind of got out of their game plan off the rip.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Their game plan is run the ball with Marlon Mack a couple times, Uh let him get a feel for it, Uh and then go ahead and let Luck do his thing. But when you down 14-0 in the first quarter, (laughs) Marlon Mack pretty much becomes irrelevant. Uh, And and it's all on Andrew Luck's shoulders. But it just looked like everything was just too big for him, Paul. It just looked like the moment was too big. The game was too big. Everything was just too much for him, even the weather and the precipitation. Mm -hmm. And it's not even just him. It's even um, Vinatieri. Wow, right? (laughs) Imagine that, huh? As a Raiders fan, and Charles Woodson tweeted this, now he want to miss field goals. Dog.
0: Duh. So you know
1: everything about it. I mean, and the defense, the defense played well, but they keep shooting themselves in the foot. Penalty after penalty mm-hmm. after penalty. Mm-hmm.
0: Talk about it's it. like,
1: and, and this is one thing that I really don't understand about football. I understand you know having charisma, being a showman, things like that. But it's like sometimes it's like, why do you celebrate? And Deshaun Watson was doing it too against the Colts. Why do you celebrate? You down like twenty four to seven. Like, like, what's the purpose? Like the the uh, defensive tackle or defensive end that got the sack on Mahomes, and then get the penalty for uh, unsportsmanlike conduct, so like doing a Hawaiian dance or whatever it was he was doing.
0: <laughs> like,
1: like, like, for what, dude? You getting spanked right now? Them cheeks is getting tapped. In hey, the game.
0: <laughs> you know what? I thought the game would have gotten uglier, too. Like, the fact that, like, you know, the Colts made it, I wouldn't say in, interesting, but they, they They kept me from picking the remote up, you know? Yeah. I'll give them that. Because I thought it was going to be like a 42-piece on them by the end of the game. So I commend them for that. But I feel as though they, they, they allowed the Chiefs To get into what they wanted to do well early. They allowed Mahomes in his first playoff game to get too comfortable. They didn't put him in a position to to when, you know, them palms get sweaty and things get tight. And he might force a throw or underthrow a pass or just do something he wouldn't normally do. They didn't put him in that position. And I just felt like they allowed the Chiefs to be too comfortable and moving on to the AFC championship game. And, And the other side of that game for the Cowboys, for me, bro, I don't understand Scott Linehan. They, cool, you, you know. <laughs> we, as much as people love the Los Angeles Rams, we know their defense is just as bad as their 2001 defense. Granted, Aaron Donald is really good, but let's call it spade to spade. Who have they stopped? You know, who have they Nobody. really stopped?
1: But that's also too. You got to think too, though, bro. Like when mean, you got like high-powered
0: offense, mm-hmm.
1: such like the Chiefs have, like the Rams have, yep. um, those Colts teams back in the day. The defense is on the field a lot. True. Because they score so fast, so they get gas. And if you're scoring 30-something points a game, your defense is on the field a lot. So the other team's probably going to get 21, 24 points per right, game as right, well. Right. I mean, they got they got some ballers, and their secondary is banged up most of the year with Talib with and, and the gunner, Mark, uh, my, uh, Peters, uh-uh. Marcus Peters is a beast. But, but He's just talking a little too much. But, but J.O., no.
0: every good offense they went up against, that offense dictated terms. They didn't stop any good offense this year. A lot of the times because that good offense was taking advantage of that shaky secondary. What were the Cowboys thinking? Attack the secondary.
1: Oh, they're not they not changing. I mean, they still play like Emmitt Schmidt and them still there. They got one oh. receiver, a Fact. running back, and a quarterback that they think is... I and mean, I know you think Aikman is overrated, uh. but... But that's how they play. It's like they, they scheme hasn't changed since Quincy Carter was there. know <laughs> <laughs> like, like with, with Quincy Carter and, and with Drew Henson and Chad Hutchinson about to come back and do some. Things. Yo, the it's, Cowboys it's
0: are like the football version of hustling backwards, bro. They want—they spend most of the season trying to put the Jeez. offense in Dak's hands. Dak is not good enough. Listen, people, listen. Dak Prescott is sorry. Okay, he's below average. Okay, he has a great O line and a great running back, and occasionally he makes a good throw. He's below average. It's okay to admit the facts, you know. He's 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 Ryan Tannehill. Come on, <laughs> facts. You out here? They tried to spend most of the season being a quarterback-driven team, forgetting they had Zeke. Everyone talks about the Cowboys' turnaround, but I put out the fact that when they finally remembered they had Zeke, their whole season changed. The entire look of their season changed. And, yeah. then, and then now in the playoffs, with a team that is strong up the middle, can't forget in document Sue. you really can't dictate terms with Zeke. You need to push the ball down the field. So smart teams when they go up against a team with a strong front and a weak secondary, use the pass to set up the run. I feel like the Cowboys yeah. did not do that. And as the game went along, because Carson Wentz looked like how I thought Mahomes would look. Carson Wentz was a little shaky in the beginning. But as that game moved along, he got more and more comfortable. McVay doing what he does with the play call and got more and more comfortable. That lead started to expand. Granted, the Cowboys made it interesting late, but the Cowboys had every chance to control that game early on and have the the Rams chase as opposed to the Rams get comfortable and then build the lead. I, I blame the Cowboys. I blame Jason Gary, who I think is a bozo coach. Linehan's a bozo coordinator. Jerry Jones is a bozo owner. And the Cowboys won't win as long as that triumvirate is in the mix.
1: Uh, let me back up a little bit because if people are gonna try to get you on Twitter or whatever. <laughs> he, he, he did not mean. He did not mean to say uh, Carson Wentz, He meant to say Jared Goff I got your back, bro. <laughs> did people, did yeah, I say yeah. that? Did yeah, I? You did I conflate
0: it, the two white boys? I'm sorry. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. I don't want people on there like you don't even know your quarterbacks. So, so I, I'm ignorant. I got your back. I, 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 well, I, I mean that's all right. We're gonna get over with that, but. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but yeah, no, no, you you spot on, man. Like I, I don't get it. And To <laughs> said it the right way right after the game. Like, why is he still coaching, bro? Like, why is Jason Garrett still a coach? I mean, it's 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 crazy, does, man. Does Garrett
0: and, have like tapes on Jerry Jones? Like, what's like what's the holdup? I mean, he, he's he's the uh, NFC
1: Marvin Lewis. Oh
0: my god! You know how
1: Marvin Lewis was like everybody's like, man, like who you got pictures on? Like you know. Like and look, just to back it up though a little bit, let me let me say this too. I don't like. It, Jared Golf is not even really that great. No, bro. he's
0: not. I think I said that on an old episode. Like he's he's another product of play calling. Like McVay more of, of the offense than the quarterback is. Yeah, and they highlight that every time they go
1: to the line of scrimmage. They're like, "Oh, McVay wants him at the line of scrimmage in 15 seconds, so he can let Jared Golf know what he's seeing, bruh." Like, and then if you got three really good wide receivers, I'm not gonna say really good. Three, you got three, two good number two receivers and a, a solid number three in Josh Reynolds. Son. And you got Gurley. You're not really having to
0: do much. I don't think I've heard anything. Maybe it's always happening. Maybe we're ignorant to that fact. But I've never seen it highlighted so heavily That a coach is in the quarterback's ear While he's under center Until that time frame Where the connection gets cut I haven't heard that For any other coach quarterback relationship Not Belichick and Brady Not anybody who coached Peyton Manning And Peyton Manning So Aaron Rodgers and McCarthy Before he got fired I never heard that before I thought it was the quarterback Calling the plays at the line
1: Nah This dude he calls the plays that's given to him, and then he stands there. And when McVeigh tells him, like, what's going on, like, all right, you want to see this blitz? What this guy should be open? This is how this should be.
0: So McVeigh is out here playing Madden while golf, you heard me, y'all, Jared golf runs the play. Yes, that's Man. exactly what it is. Man, what part of the game is this? Listen, you know, I, I, I hate to be a cowboy basher because I, I, I don't understand people, right who cheer for heritage franchises. Like, if you're a Yankee fan, you can't hate the Cowboys. You don't have to like the Cowboys, but you can't hate them. They're the same. They're a heritage franchise. They're a nationwide team. They've won a lot. They get featured a lot. So, like, I'm not not a Cowboy bastard because I'm a Laker fan. I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when I've read things and I've heard things like Jerry Jones is so cognizant of the coach getting credit for the success that he's keeping Jason Garrett around because if they win with Garrett, most of the credit goes to Jerry Jones for putting the team together. That tells me that Cowboys ain't winning nothing. If your owner's that hyper or wearing hyper focused on credit, damn near 20 plus years after they last championship. Something gotta give. You need a real yep. coach. You need a yep. culture builder. You need a you need a dynamic play caller. You just can't go generic in 2019.
1: Come yeah, on, Jerry. I like that defensive coordinator or DB coach or whatever it is the Oh, Chris yeah. dude The dude they got I, from I, Seattle. Yeah, I, he's solid, and I'm not saying that because he's a brother. Either, mm. So people don't even won't, if you were. Do that. Yeah, I, I really like him. I think he brings something to the table. Like uh-huh. he's he's very animated. And, and very passionate right. about what he's doing From what they show on the sideline Now going back to your Yankee talk I just want to ask this question Because you're a Mets fan Right Did you know about Patrick Mah- Pat Mahomes Before Patrick Mahomes became a quarterback
0: My man As a Mets fan who 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 was fully invested in that 1999 team that lost to the Braves that Pat Mahomes supposedly played for? I have no recollection of that guy, and I'm not ashamed to say it, bro. I don't. Yo, if you would have just told me Patrick Mahomes was good and he had a pops that played baseball, oh, alright, that's cool. You're telling me he played for the Mets. And there's, like, pictures of him in that uniform. I'm like, I don't remember this dude. Was he good? <laughs> he couldn't have been good. <laughs> I remember Benny. I remember Benny Benny Adbaiani. Adbaiani. <laughs> Rick Reed. I, re- yes, I can, I can I- name guys, you know. Mike Hampton. Mike Hampton. John Olaru. Like, Edgardo Alfonso. You know? Man, I- it, it, was, my, was, my, was Ray Ordonez on that team? Nah, yes. Ray Ordonez was, was the shortstop. We had the oh, center every other day. We had Roger Cedeno, bro. I can name names. <laughs> I know that squad. When was where was he? Was he and there they, for like a day? Was he a minor league who had a cup of coffee?
1: Well, Chris Collisworth talked about him like he was a Cy Young winner. Like Duh. he was like he was Doc Gooden.
0: Well, you know if he was like slobbing up Patrick, you know. You know. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> and they showing him in a press box. I'm like, my oh, man, I've never heard of you. I'm like, if you're a Mets fan, I wanted to text listen. You. Just but stop, stop like, nah.
0: mentioning my 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 scrub ass Mets. Just, just just be Patrick Mahomes' dad, Pat. Don't mention the Mets anymore. It's not valid. It does not count. All right. So now I got That's a hot. True. I got a hot take for you, Jo. I got a massive oh, yeah. hot take. I've spent virtually the whole season angry that Eli Manning is my quarterback. Right. Yes. But I gotta tell you, and I sat back Sunday watching this game, and I'm like. A lot of people would say they would take Ben Roethlisberger and Philip Rivers over that man, Eli Manning. Right? That's that's a general consensus, right? Yeah, I hear a lot of that. But neither had ni- neither one of them has gone into an all-time greats crib and won a playoff game. Right? I don't think True. Roethlisberger's ever gone in any all-time greats quarterbacks crib and won a playoff game. Nah. Eli Manning did it. Eli went and beat Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau. He beat Brady twice in the Super Bowl. I All think right, I'm gonna
1: ask you. I gotta, I'm, ask I'm you just this saying
0: Philip R- Rivers ain't done none of that.
1: Uh, if Eli had a regular last name, not Manning, would he get as much scrutiny as he gets? If, he if was, his name was Eli
0: Pumpernickel, I don't know. If he was but, Eli Manningham. Yes, Eli Smith, Eli Jarvis, Eli Odin. He'd be a legend. Thank you. That's the only
1: problem, and that's what people get him on because they look at Peyton, right? I mean, Peyton. Peyton's last year was trash. He got benched for Brock Osweiler, man. (laughs) And people forget that it's like, man, it's it's like, all right, when at, and I'm gonna expose my age at the at the tender age of 31. Mm-hmm. Can't go out there and run a 4 I can't do what I used to do at the age of 18, 19, 20. True indeed. It happens. Father time catches up to us all. So, like, people like bashing Eli. I mean, Eli, right now, is on his last leg. He's not as good as what he was eight years ago. And it's about to happen to Big Ben, too. Big Ben. Right. A, a couple of... Wait, what was it, like, week two or week three? No, mm-hmm. like week one and week two. Talking about Browns. Yeah, they were talking about he was washed up because the Browns was picking them off. Right, right. So it's like, come on, man. All it takes is one good game, and everybody's going to be back in your corner.
0: I just feel like all this hype about the Chargers, all this hype about Phillip Rivers, and all this bashing of Eli Manning. Don't get me wrong. Eli Manning today is washed up. Last season, he's washed but in the in the big picture, I ain't never seen Big Ben. I ain't never seen Rivers go in the all-time great quarterback's crib and get it done. It's not yeah. happened, okay. To this matchup, I don't really want to speak too much on it because they got cooked up from the get. Whatever the, whatever game plan Coach Belichick had worked to perfection. To me, the Chargers look like they crapped the bed. like they were they were afraid of that blue and, and silver uniform and wanted no smoke. I really have no expert analysis beyond that. It was a no smoke session. It, it was like they
1: saved everything they had for that game. Like as far as, far as the Patriots. It's uh-huh. like, all right, we go we got this playbook right here sitting in this in this little glass chamber right now. Uh-huh. we're gonna bring that out in the playoffs. Once we lock up this two seed, we're gonna show the world that we the Patriots. True indeed. And now for so Phillip Rivers. He gets so much love. He's a, from what I've seen, he's a good dude. Mm-hmm. Got hella kids, but it's like he's the Patrick Ewing and Charles Barkley <laughs> of the NFL.
0: <laughs> come
1: on, it's like, well, man, like, when have what have you done? Like, you you you, you know, you have some good regular seasons, right. and, but when it comes to the playoffs, bro, woo! It's been wait till
0: next year for Philip Rivers. His whole career, fam. His entire career. I picked the Patriots beforehand because I just don't respect the, the Chargers. The Chargers don't win pretty. They win ugly in the playoffs. And then mm-hmm. they never win that. They never win that game in Foxborough. Even the Jets, even, even Mark Sanchez and got Brady at the crib.
1: But Fumble.
0: But Fumble. He got him in the playoffs. Phillip Rivers, this all-time great first ballot Hall of Famer. How? Into the last game. That was a great game That was a classic NFC battle Your main takeaway My brother What decided that game For the Saints Or what cost that game For the Eagles
1: I, I said this I text a few people uh-huh. And I said this If the Eagles have At least one Of their top three Or top four cornerbacks They win that game mm. If they, Because they, when they were up They couldn't stop Michael Thomas You, Cravon LeBlanc Played a good game uh, Avante Maddox played a good game right. but if they if they had Sidney Jones, if they had Phillip Darby, if they had one of their top three cornerbacks, they win because you can say, hey my man, listen this is where you make your money, go out there and guard Michael Thomas. Right? Yeah, Michael Thomas is a top five receiver, I think I had him in my top five when we did an episode earlier in the year, but he's a beast and if you got anybody else out there other than Avante Maddox, Cravon LeBlanc, or whatever other safety next to Michael Jennings Jenkins, they 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 win their game.
0: You know what? I can't say I disagree because schematically, of all the teams I saw in the playoffs on the defensive side of the ball, the Eagles' D coordinator drew up two beautiful schemes. That mm-hmm. that Bears. I know you probably watched the game as well, but that Bears game, the amount of. Defended passes, batted down balls. The amount of bodies in the right place at the right time. And then going over to the Saints game, a little bit of the same. There was a lot of times where Drew Brees had to eat a sack because he had nowhere to go with the ball because Mm -hmm. in the secondary... Those guys were consistently well-coached and in the right place. Over time, as you mentioned, Michael Thomas, that talent shone through because you just can't stop an offense like that for the whole game, especially without your top guys, you know? So I got to say I agree because if they had their top guys, their dynamic playmakers in the secondary, or guys with just better instincts, they might have stole that game, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's rough, man. I mean, in a passing league, that's why teams go draft like right. three, four cornerbacks it's because you need that depth in a passing league. And like other than Michael Thomas, I mean, Kamara went off like the last couple minutes of the game. He did. He got he got a nice couple of catches and a nice. But by run. that Same point, thing. the defense was, was gas. They remember that yeah. that
0: drive in the third quarter, He went like what ninety something yards for that touchdown. They they killed him. Yeah. That was a that was a, yeah. that was a soul crushing drive.
1: And Fletcher Cox being hurt. That, that was, like, you know, that was that was kind of banged oh, yeah. up, too. But, I mean, Aldridge, Pete, the left guard, I think he's left guard. Left guard or right guard? Mm-hmm. For, for the Saints. Saints. Man, if they would have lost their game, he's out of there. They, they would <laughs> have to
0: whoop him. <laughs> <laughs> they
1: definitely would have had to throw them hands on him.
0: Nah, but I think they would have let him live, because if I'm not mistaken, he's the one playing with a broken hand, right?
1: I, nah, I know... Uh, Armstead, the left tackle He's a left torn, he tackle a torn
0: pack. No, 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 yeah, no. Pack. Then it's Pete Because he injured his hand Week 17 Got surgery during the bye week And played in In a divisional round game So he has a jammed up Left hand right now So I'm, I'm going to let him Live a little bit
1: Oh, you know what? Let's back up though Hold on One more thing about okay. The Eagles too, bro One more thing about The Eagles it's time to move on from Jason Peters. Yeah.
0: Ooh. And I, I'm not an Eagles fan. Listen, I, I mean, he his, is his, terrible. His body's betrayed him countless times. Yes. I think it, he it, might need it, to <laughs> retire. Forget move. If he if, if they don't move off, like if he don't retire, they definitely need to cut him. Because he can't do it anymore. He can't, you know. he can barely move. He out here
1: playing. What's our what's our boy name? Flowers? Oh. <laughs> he out here playing like Flowers and Bobby Hart.
0: Oh. Why you had to bring those guys up, man? I mean, we people don't know.
1: We we a lot. It's been a lot of text messages oh. between me and Jarv oh, on Sunday God. about the Giants and 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 how uh, Bobby Hart got what you, got somebody messed up. Was it? Did, did he get? He got um, Eifert hurt, right?
0: He did. Yeah, he did. He did. Did anybody even pick Flowers up after we kicked him to the curb? Didn't Jacksonville pick him up, I thought. Scrub. See, listen. And, and Peters is out here, to that point, playing that same kind of pitter-patter game that Flowers was playing. Can't He can't get his hands out in front of him to hold the block. His feet can't move. He's just a big body. And the thing is, he falls. You ever notice that he falls over like a loaf of bread? When that swim move happens, his whole body just kills over to the side. Like, he, yeah. he offers no resistance. At
1: all, his, when he falls back, his feet kick up, and then his <laughs> arms go up, and in,
0: the, in the downward dog. Position. Yo, real quick, what what do the Eagles do? Hot take from Jo: Do they keep Wentz? But y'all listening, I got it right. Do they keep Carson Wentz, or do they, <laughs> or do they roll out with Nick Foles next season? Oh, uh, I mean, Foles is out of
1: there. You trade Foles, you get something from him. I mean, you could send him to. I think a place that makes a lot of sense Jacksonville makes too much sense Okay, fair. it makes too much sense for them to go and do that you know I mean I I, I was thinking maybe Washington Uh, because that Alex Smith injury he's had so many surgeries I don't know how he comes back they saying it might be doubtful for next year they saying his career is in jeopardy Yeah, yeah, yeah so I think they make that move I even like Cincinnati to get him I mean, the Andy Dalton experience is trash. It's over.
0: He's more AJ Green than anything else.
1: Yeah, and he's thirty. Mm. And I think I simulated a season on Madden and they cut him. <laughs> but <laughs> but I mean, I mean for the Eagles, yeah, it's how you you invested too much in Carson Wentz. Now. <sighs> And, and I, I don't know, man. I, I just, I just think Foles got a, Foles got a bounce. That that loss helped them make that decision. If he goes back to the Super Bowl or wins the Super Bowl, it made it a lot harder than what it needed to be.
0: Right. So now let's let we, we've given we've given the people the lighthearted discussion, right? Yeah. Now we're gonna get into some of the heavy stuff. In the lead into the episode, I mentioned a lot of the black coaches, like a, a wave of black coaches getting fired. In a lot of cases, they're getting fired, and then they're accepting lesser positions. Granted, coordinator is still important, but it's one. You go, a lot of these guys are going from coach back to coordinator. You know, whereas I'm seeing some white coaches, they could have got head coaching jobs after they got fired like a Mike McCarthy. If the Jets wanted him to have that job, he'd be the Jets head coach right now. You know, you sent me a few text messages with your eyebrows raised about these coaches getting fired. So let's let's talk about it, Jay. I told you I would give you the floor. This is this. This is your part of the episode. What's bothering you about these coaches or any particular coach that you saw that didn't who got a raw deal out of the game?
1: All right, first off, let me throw this disclaimer in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a biracial daughter. So, <laughs> you know, don't, don't think that's what it is, because it's not that. So, I mean, if you know, if, if Todd Lightingale or somebody is mm-hmm. listening to this, is not that. Listen. Lo- Loquisha them listening, it's not that either.
0: But... What you're saying is you being fully objective here Yes I dig it Let's get it I, I
1: don't use those big words That you use oh, man knock You it already off. know that Knock it you off are, You said about six of them I got my dictionary right here I'm looking them up But um, let's, let's, it's, it's a lot of BS Going on in the league The Rooney rule Is dumb And I think A lot of these coaches GMs and everything Have found loopholes in it Because I actually looked up the Rooney rule oh. The Rooney rule Is actually It doesn't say that you Have to Do anything, it says you have to consider minority
0: candidates.
1: It doesn't say you have to actually interview them, it says you have to consider them. So you can be like, Huh, I consider interviewing Ray Jarvis strongly, right? Nah, I'm not gonna do it. Next, that's all it is. It says you have to, and the reason it was put in play, and a lot of people don't know that, is because of Tony Dungy and Denny Green. Denny Green was fired after his first losing season in 10 years. Uh-huh. And, and Tony Dungy was fired after having a winning record when he was fired from Tampa Bay. So, what I'm going to say is a league that's 72% black or 73% black, these owners, they're not about to let these coaches be
0: black as well. They want. I'll go ahead And you know what you, you, You're touching on a point I hate to swoop in like that But Matter of fact I, I don't want to get too crazy Go ahead Finish your point Because I'm, I'm about to go somewhere real quick Finish your point, J.O. It, it's like It's like the prison thing The, uh-huh. the warden
1: has Has his What is it the, What's the dude that's under the warden A deputy or something Right, right, right the But the, the, the warden the Has his guy Yeah, the warden has his guy To keep the, the I don't want to say The boys in check uh-huh. But he has his guy To keep everyone in check and that's what it is. The owner's guy is the coach. And the, that guy is not going to say, OK, you know what? I see our star players all black. I don't want you guys to be too buddy-buddy. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to send in a Jason Garrett or or uh, Adam Gase. I don't care how good Adam Gase was with a quarterback, which I don't know how many quarterbacks he's been good with. I know that he went from the Broncos where he had paid man Brock Osweiler, to Miami where he had Ryan Tannehill all of them have been bums bums and how he keeps getting a job is in the words of everybody that's saying that is beyond me facts and he Cliff Kingsbury I'm a USC guy me and uh, Baylor we know UCLA UCLA I'm USC all day Cliff Kingsbury got fired by his alma mater (laughs) and he Became an offensive coordinator at USC for about 25 minutes. <laughs> and now he's the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals.
0: Can you imagine?
1: Whereas, it, whereas these
0: black coaches have to claw. They have to claw from the bottom level, get to their middle age level before they get hired. Now, granted, there's a couple of outliers. You have the Mike Tomlins. I think, what's his name? Vance Joseph was over in Denver. Yeah, he got two years and no quarterback. Right. But that's, that's shitty. But I'm just showing it to the point that, because you know, there's going to be people on Twitter, as you mentioned. Well, look, look at Mike Tomlin. Look at Vance Joseph. They weren't old. For every Mike Tomlin and Vance Joseph, there's a Lovey Smith who had to kick and yeah. scream to get a position. They the, yeah. Todd Bowles as another guy. These guys are in their 50s. But then yeah. the, the, the hot shot young white guy, McVeigh and Kingsbury, get jobs out the gate. I'm yeah. just calling it what it is, y'all. I'm not race baiting. I'm just pointing out the facts. Steve Wilkes got the ultimate shaft job.
1: Dog, he had no offensive line. One, d- I don't even call Larry Fitzgerald like a top level receiver anymore because of age. One he year, had a rookie quarterback, and he and he started the year with Sam Bradford. One year, and you get out of there in one year, like that's that. I don't, I don't get. I know NFL not for long. And, not a fair league and all that, but that's—I mean—it has to be some type of race play in there. And it, then it, they, the thing they'll say is, "Oh, well, he lost the locker room." You know, if don't... you look <laughs> at the NFL, if you look at the NFL right now, if the season started today, what is it? Three minority coaches, right? Three three minority head coaches. Um, who is it? Um, Tomlin. Who am um, I forgetting? Um, Carolina's coach um, Rivera, Ron
0: Rivera, and is—is is it three? Offhand, offhand yeah. I can't answer that. It will it will require me to do my Googles and get that answer for you. But it's yeah, like I honestly don't even think it's, it's free. F- It frustrates me because you know it seems like sabotage to a degree. Like for instance, I'm in the tri-state area. Mm-hmm. How could you possibly <laughs> fire Todd Bowles? when you gave him nothing to work with beyond the quarterback in his rookie season. The Jets basically yeah. saved all of their money because they had big, 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 big cat face this offseason. He had no talent. Even the safety, Jamal Adams spoke up on his behalf at the end of the season that it's not the coaching, we need some dogs in here. This is the exactly. players saying this. But they fired Bows anyway. Like if a coach doesn't have any talent to work with, on what grounds could you fire him on? He never lost a locker room. The Jets remain competitive. What's yes. the reason? What's the reason? And then you bring in Adam Gase, yes. generic coaching hire 101. Who was, and he looked like he was doped up on that Coke in the presser. Did you Man, see that he presser? Was
1: he was dog. Base, yeah, he was out of there. Them eyeballs was big. He couldn't sit still.
0: Unless <laughs> you're telling me it's personal. And again, I'm in New York City. There was rarely anything in, in, in the tabloids about, you know, Todd Bowles beefing with upper management, or there was smoke with him and the GM. There was none of these kinds of stories. So what's the reason, you know, people? You know what it's
1: like, and I, I've heard this at you some other place, and I, I can't, you know, remember where. And to get them their credit mm-hmm. But it's like Remember being in elementary school You start the year The middle of the year Get there and Your teacher like Listen if y'all be good mm-hmm. Y'all gonna have a Y'all gonna have a pizza party uh. And when you When you <laughs> get that pizza party Fat. That's that nasty ass Cheap pizza Yep
0: Yep Dollar that's slice how it
1: ha- That's how it has to feel To be a, like a black coach It's like you wait You wait You finally get that opportunity Yo. Yeah, you get that that cheap ass court, that cheap ass GM or the cheap ass owner uh-huh. who gives you the dollar store pizza, the tombstones or the red barons,
0: red barons or order that, order like. or or free free. I don't know what what they have out in your town, but in New York when we had the free lunch. It used to be that slice of pizza. It was almost like you know you had Ilio's pizza, the frozen joint but even the lower tier brand of the ilios pizza look like they just put some marinara sauce and some mozzarella and some low-grade pepperoni and threw it in the oven and called it pizza you know what oh, i'm saying yeah, the, the little rectangle joint. yeah you know oh my man you know what i'm talking about <laughs> Fact. yeah you
1: got your free lunch card it's friday it's right pizza day. you like what's up you know can't nobody tell you nothing you get that joint and it's like what the crust the is, is over baked
0: and crunchy the cheese is burnt and it's like, for the black coaches, to me, it never feels like when you hire... You know how you hire a guy? A white dude, you know? And, and, and the ownership group is like, that's our dude. He's here for the long haul. With the exception of Marvin Lewis... I feel like most black coaches who get hired For the minute they get hired The countdown clock to when they get fired Instantly begins Like they never have any job security They never have the backing of the front office They never have an infrastructure in place To where we're going to give you every resource You need to be successful as a coach It's almost like they give these black coaches garbage And want to see if they can coach this garbage up To be good in order to be vested In their position I don't think that's fair Well uh
1: other than Marvin Lewis, the only other black coach who's been fired that needs to be
0: fired was Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson uh, been fired twice in the same season. Hugh Two Jackson weeks, weeks apart. is a bozo. And the yes. way people talking about Obaker oh, Mayfield, I don't know if I want to coach him because he's such a douchebag. He's a jerk. Look how he treated Hugh Jackson. To me, what people are missing is, is the fact that Hugh Jackson is a weasel, fam. Yes And, and, and it's, it's difficult for certain people Like a Baylor, a Baker Mayfield Baylor talking about me Like a Baker Mayfield <laughs> Who can, 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 Who can tolerate fraudulent energy Like I see a lot of myself in Baker If I'm around a person who's a fraud or Who's moving like a weasel It's going to be difficult for me to, to let that ride Without saying something Or giving you that energy back In a certain type of a way That's why that stare down happened The way it happened because I'm a rookie quarterback. I'm the top pick. You blowing all the smoke up my ass, but then you trying to force Tyrod down our throats. you beef, you beefing with the old coordinator. you worrying about your job so much that you're not even developing the franchise quarterback, and I'm nicer than Tyrod. Some of the brothers are going to be like, oh, you got to let the black quarterback play. I understand that. But anyone with two eyes in their head know that Baker's better than Tyrod off the rip. We saw it yes. in the preseason. yes. We, on top of the fact that, oh, it's the NFL's a business. But again, we don't know the type of smoke that, that Hugh Jackson was blowing up Baker Mayfield, right? But it was enough of Baker Mayfield to be like, this dude is a fraud. Everyone missed that message. Baker was calling this guy a fraud the whole time. He deserves to go. And then and then the week that they're playing the Browns, he goes and takes that job. But the Bengals, as a, as a, as a consultant, get out of here. Ball. Super low He's a dweeb. Ball. He's a dweeb, fam. <laughs> But the, the, yeah. the firing that got me the, the most hot was the Vance Joseph hire out firing in Denver because, to your point, they had a stout defense. Yes. The, the Broncos remained competitive. You can't say that they were out here crapping the bed and looking back. That team fought hard. They played hard. Mm-hmm. They had no offense to speak of. What did yeah, you do? Go ahead,
1: man. What's crazy is he took all the blame, but nobody, and I mean nobody, Says anything about John Elway? Nothing. Like you have not got a quarterback. You got old man Peyton Manning. Yo, they paid Case Keenum, dog. Case Keenum way too much, and you drafted Paxton Lynch. Come on, son. Like off potential. Like I mean, this ain't the NBA. You don't draft off potential. Hell no. Uh, you know that you get that because you got the G League to put people in the NBA now for a couple years and be like, all right, let's see what you got. What's the O line looking
0: like? What's the O line? They don't have a running back. They don't have a, a stout O line. They have nothing that in, in the NFL where it's all about offense. They have no offensive toolkits for a coach to be successful. They can't win on defense. That's getting older. And then they let Talib go, which is one of the best cover cornerbacks in the league. Like, how is he supposed to be successful? You
1: know, They're gonna hang their head on Philip Lindsay. Oh well, we found Philip Lindsay. Come on, like, knock it off yes that's not that's what they do like oh we found philip lindsey and let's make it great what we're gonna do is we're gonna call Terrell davis and say hey can philip lindsey wear your number
0: the like, nerve on, man. the audacity that's, that's
1: that's crazy my boy my boy uh, daryl he's a big broncos fan i'm like wait a minute i thought number 30 was retired he was like oh yeah td let him wear the number for a year like that's insane if somebody was to come out, uh, some, a quarter, a great quarterback came through and was like, "Hey, I want to wear John Elway's number." No chance. At him.
0: Absolutely not. Elway wouldn't even have let him finish the sentence. Nah, he would have been traded. You know what I mean? And it's like the coach out in Arizona got one year.
1: That's the biggest bullshit ever. I mean, oh, I can't say that. My bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, but that, but that's the kind of emotion that this thing evokes because it's like. What was going on in Arizona so special that a coach gets one year? You mean to tell me that it was so bad? A lot of times it just feels like, you know, it's, it's personal relationships and it has nothing to do with the field. Beyond the race of it all, it's like, all right, the owner or the GM does not like this guy. And because it got so personal and so heated and their philosophies are so different that someone had to go and it wasn't going to be the GM. So the coach gets it. And now you're talking oh, uh, about drafting another quarterback. <laughs> so you drafted Rosen, and now you're going to draft a kid from Oklahoma to come in Oh, Or oh, that's the rumors all... that's floating around?
1: Yeah, it's all good. Because when they trade Rosen to the Giants... Thank you. When y'all have y'all franchise quarterback... Thank you. I've been saying all year that it needed to be Jameis. I think Jameis will be perfect with OBJ. Oh. <laughs> on, on the field, that it is. You're
0: preaching to my heart right now, bro. You know that. Yeah.
1: Oh, I've been telling you that all, all year. All like, season Jameis, long. When Jameis is our quarterback, y'all going to be all right. But... It, it, it's, it's crazy and the thing is how, how they the way they word things bro it's crazy like oh well you know he's a good guy but we needed a culture change <laughs> like oh what does that even change, mean huh? what does, mean, does that mean you know, I mean this team needs a white coach to do what what's what that means. we're trying to, to say be that? The face of, to be the face of the franchise that's how that's how the owners spin it they but spin help as, me.
0: Help me understand, Jo. In a league that's predominantly black, none of these black guys can coach. That's what you're saying to me. No.
1: Well, I mean, and I know you don't really mess with him like that, but Stephen A. Hairline said something cool the other day, <laughs> and, and, would you, would you, and, and I be, I be, I mean, uh, you know, low key. I, I, I understand some of the things he say. Sometimes he say some pretty goofy things, but this mm. was pretty, pretty spot on. The thing is now, everybody wants to hire. I don't want to, you know, misquote him, but what he says: is everybody wants to hire that fresh, new, hot offensive guy. Oh, and there's not many young, hot offensive guys. Now, pause for a second. When I say hot, I don't mean look. Everybody, so don't don't, 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 do that. They're talking about but, the hot
0: shot, fly guy yeah, coordinator yeah, who can coach, yeah. allegedly.
1: Exactly. That's what everybody's looking at. But when you think about it, like you look at the college ranks. Especially in the Big Twelve, mm-hmm. there's there's there that guy's not there. True, as off as an African American or I say minority candidate, mm-hmm. that, that guy's not there. The only hot shot minority candidate that there has been that's pretty that's not really young was Manny Diaz at the University of Miami. Oh, and it, because he brought the swagger, the, uh, the turnover chain right. the swagger back to Miami, but that guy's not there on on the minority side. That offensive brilliant minded coach. The only young guy that's there in the NFL. But well,
0: what about he Eric B. Enemy? Why, why, why hasn't he gotten
1: not, a job? He's older. He's uh. older. Same thing with Pritchard. Pritchard she deserves to be a, a, a head coach, but he's not. You know what I mean? And like and Eric Bietam, said, he was like, it's just not my time. He's like, I paid my dues. It's just not my time.
0: But this is what a I was little, just saying a, a few little, minutes ago. You got, well, he got to wait till he's 50 to get a job. Like, come on. Yes. Yes.
1: Or unless, hey, young kids, any young kids out there listening, if you don't think, if you know, if you, if you want to make it to the NFL right now, start developing an offense. <laughs> <laughs>
0: if, if,
1: if you're that 12-year-old black kid, you know, start developing an offense because right now... 12, 13 years old, you could probably get a job before some of these 50-year-old blackhead coaches Duh. or defensive coordinators right now.
0: It's like but I that's was... that's just what it is. That's a fact. It's like I said on a previous episode a while back, the NFL is the perfect depiction of Americana. And it goes... That's why I feel like that whole the, the, the whole protesting thing with Kaepernick, you know, for the past couple of years really rang so true because of all the sports that I would say the, the wider audience is, is invested in... That has a predominantly black cast of characters is the NFL. Because you know baseball doesn't have that many minorities. And the minorities that wh- who are there are mostly of the Latin descent. But when you think about Americana as far as white and black relations go, right? Yeah. You work for a major corporation, at the top level, the CEOs, the the the, 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 the high level ranking supervisory positions, they're white. Yeah. The executive boards are white. Then you go to like the the the, the front line supervisors, the, the direct managers, like the head coaches or the PLS or whatever you want to call them, they're white. And it then you go greedy. down to the grunt level, a lot of the grunt work. So where the black people are? You
1: got the, if you go to like those big offices, you know they got all the uh, executive pictures lined up down mm-hmm, the hallway, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then you got. You got old ass Willie out here cleaning the toilets and shit. And stuff. Oh, I'm cursing, I'm tripping. See. But I'm gonna fight it, you all yeah. fair, man. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm, but that's, that's how it is, though. It's crazy. Like you see them all with their prestigious suits. Uh-huh. And 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 they all on their pictures, you know, looking like the, the like they all love yearbook pictures.
0: And then you got my man Willie, who out here, like, man, I've been here longer than all these people. Right! You've been there this whole time. While this person who just got on a job a year ago is supervisor now. What I got to do?
1: It's a a dirty game. And then when that one
0: brother gets that supervisory position, right? When he finally makes it, he gets demoted because of his first offense or he gets moved to a different department away from the executive board tiers because they don't need that splash of darkness at the board meetings. You know what I mean? These things happen, people. I'm not trying to offend your sensibilities. I swear when I tell you, I'm just telling it how it happens out here. It's really how it happens out here. I'm not trying to offend anyone. I'm just pointing out that the NFL is the perfect depiction of Americana. This is what it is. This is what's going on. Another prime example.
1: Whoever created the bereavement list at work uh-huh. need to be slapped. Oh no! Like you get three days if one of your important family members die. You get three days to grieve. Who grieves in three days? It takes me. It takes me a week to even process the situation. But I mean, that's just the way it is, I guess, man. Like, <laughs> the, like the. I don't want to say the white man. because uh-huh, I feel like I should be eating some Bojangles chicken down south, <laughs> but just—I guess that's just the, the, the world that we live
0: in. And as we get older, we start to realize, like, man, this is some nonsense. It bothers me, bro. Like to me, the Rooney Rule is there for show. Like this whole setup, even down to when you hire the black coach, it's all to appease. None of it is real. All of it is—is—is nah. is, is to patronize and appease a subgroup who support the sport that we love to watch. That's that's just what it is. That's true. Zach Taylor is now the Bengals' coach.
1: Zach Taylor, if I'm right, Zach Taylor played at Nebraska and was do-do.
0: Hey, you ain't got to be good to coach, right? No. <laughs> you got to be what? Facts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's shift gears. Let's get into the stretch run. You know, we, we've upset people long enough. I'm one, I'd love to know who stuck around through that segment, but we had to talk about it. Conference championship games Are on deck We have The old guard New England Patriots Versus potentially The new guard Kansas City Chiefs Or just the, this season's flavor The future will tell that story But J.O Who you got? Alright Narratives run Narratives mm-hmm. Run sports Mm-hmm
1: The narrative is going to be Drew Brees Beat Peyton Manning For his first Super Bowl Mm-hmm his second Super Bowl, he has to play Tom Brady.
0: Ooh.
1: So Patriot Saints. And but the but part about this, and this is the worst part that we all gonna endure, and everybody's gonna listen to this and like, man, he right. The love affair that we're gonna have to listen to of Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. How we gonna have to hear where Patrick Mahomes was uh what Tom Brady was what Patrick Mahomes was
0: born, or what Patrick what
1: Pat how old Patrick Mahomes right. was when Tom Brady first started for the Patriots. And when Tom Brady went to that
0: Mets game and watched Pat Mahomes pitch, oh, that didn't happen. All right. Oh, because Pat Mahomes never
1: pitched. <laughs> 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 he was he was the Willie we talking about. Oh but, man. But yeah, that's it's, it's going to be that the narrative is going to be how Tom Brady goes up against the the future in the mm-hmm. NFL, mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes. But I think the Patriots going to win that game, and we're going to see. Drew Brees versus Tom
0: Brady and that's going to end it. Shout out to you for not even letting me ask you about the NFC matchup before you telling me you got the Saints. I respect that. Um, I'm also going with the Patriots (laughs) as well. I like, you know what it is? And I, I'm I'm kind of siding with you in your whole theory of they had a whole game plan encased in the do not break in case emergency, AKA the playoffs, that they were waiting for. Like, they know that AFC East is trash, so why go hard? You know what I mean? They benched, they, they let Gronk rest about the four or five weeks in the middle of the season. They knew what it was all about. They knew they were here for the marathon, right? Yep. And the way they out schemed the Chargers, they took the Chargers hard early in the game because they had an answer for everything. I believe, I believe in Bill Belichick when it comes to scheming. I know he has some sauce for Patrick Mahomes. And, I know, and it's not being reported as much. But we started to see the Chiefs offense, even after that, that that Rams game, that Chiefs offense week in and week out didn't look the same to me. Granted, you know, the Hill, the Hill suspension matters a lot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But they're not as dynamic. The offensive numbers, to, a lot of games, they were in the 20s, you know. They weren't putting up them high 30s anymore. And you're telling me Belichick scheming, getting ready, already has film on them from their midseason matchup? I believe that the Patriots can go in there and force at least one crucial mistake out of Mahomes. They're going to make him throw into traffic, which he has not really had to do much of this season. And Tom Brady, if they get that game to the fourth quarter, you're telling me Mahomes or Brady? I know it's generic and it's a safe pick, but I just believe. How can you pick against them? They've proven it, time in and time out. If the game gets to the fourth quarter and it's a one possession game, they're going to get it done. And yeah, I believe they're going to sure. get it done.
1: And Pat Mahomes will still have his MVP award.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what they wanted this whole time. That's what they wanted, yeah, you right? Get your, you get your MVP and we get our matchup for the Super Bowl. And, and on the NFC side, it's just as simple as what I was saying about the Cowboys that they didn't do, which is attack the secondary of the Rams. We already know what the Saints are hitting for. And and that corner Peters is over there calling out the coach. The thing, well, well, people don't know about the Saints, and because Drew Brees is my favorite quarterback ever, you know, Drew Brees plays for one of the pettiest coaches of all time. Like, if if you feel you want that smoke with the Saints, he won't stop. He'll keep, like, he'll throw the ball repeatedly. Even when the game is decided, if he feels as though you did something that's considered a slight. So if Peters is talking like this, he's going to challenge Peters early and often, repeatedly. Oh yeah! I fully expect an altercation with Peters and can't guard Mike because of this. Because it's going to get smoky. It's going to be a high-scoring game. It's, it's going to be one of two things. Because I'm, I'm, the thing is, I'm not like, big on predicting NFL games. Because as you know, it could go either way. But yeah. one of two things I believe is going to happen, right? It's either going to get smoky. In a high scoring game that the, the, the Saints win in the fourth quarter, where it's like, you know, there was a time where like the Rams had a possession to keep the game interesting and there was a one score game. They didn't get that score and the Saints went back and scored, made it a two possession game and that's the game. Or the Saints are going to blow them out. Yeah. E- either outcome, I believe the Saints win. It's either going to be a close game to the fourth quarter or it's going to be a blowout. Because I think no. that the Saints are ready, they're ready, they're in the crib. They've seen this team already. They know what to do, and I think it got ugly early in the first game before the Rams made it interesting. But the Saints almost ran him out the building the first time.
1: Yeah. Now, what could what could defeat everything that I just said, and what take what could defeat everything that you said uh-huh. is if that smoke comes. If Peters gets up on um, Mike, Mike, Mike,
0: Mike Mike
1: Thomas, forces him to throw a punch. Oh, facts. Everything works in their favor.
0: Momentum.
1: Everything works, and if, if he throw, if if Peters gets up on them, they they fight, they both get ejected.
0: Marcus Peters did or, his thing, he, or if Peter catches that pick, if he if he makes a play, yeah. that momentum could swing early in the game. Yeah, I'm. I, I mean,
1: well, Drew Brees threw that pick early in the game, the first play of the game mm-hmm. against the Eagles, and and they still you know got it done. But I'm I'm looking at it like, okay, you 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 know. Peyton is going to target if Peter. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Peter says okay you know what you want to play this game I'm about to steal on this dude <laughs> and they get that fight going and the refs throw both of them out Drew Brees is messed up because now you got to throw a Traquan Smith uh-huh. and who, who is this other dude uh, Tommy Lee Lewis Yep. so and, I, I think that's the way that the Rams could you win know what? if that was a possibility you a
0: dog for that one because you know what that opens up a whole other point that no one has talked about In years past With the Saints passing game They were always big on Spreading it out You know Mm -hmm. When they had Marcus Colston They still had two other receivers I'm trying to remember their names Because I used to play with them in Madden heavily I'm a Giants fan But I hate the Giants office I love the Saints office Was this this before or after Oz Hakeem? After Oz Hakeem they had a okay. they had a slot receiver. His name is. I'm not trying to remember their names because I'm old. I'm not gonna remember their names. But they had three receivers to choose from, and a pretty decent tight end to choose from as well. Even when when, when they had my man Graham during that yeah, era Jimmy Graham, yeah. Jimmy, Graham they, Jimmy Graham was the star but they still had two or three other players to choose from they've always had three dynamic targets and a running back out the backfield to attack you in the passing game this is the most focused as far as you know you know going to get the ball you know Andrews yeah. going to get the ball you know Thomas is going to get the ball that's their offense so yeah. if you're saying to me that Peters can make a situation where Thomas is get ejected or Thomas just you know what happened with Odell in Norman where like they had an altercation early in the game Odell drops that first pass it took Odell four quarters to get his mind right and yeah. Peters gets gets up under him and he loses his head in the biggest game of his life to date this changes the whole outlook of that game yeah
1: and Peters just took all the pressure off that defense because he know mm-hmm. that what he said about um, how he said it earlier in the year like we're gonna see him again yeah we' we'll tell him to keep laughing we having gonna, some we, gumbo we have, have some gumbo that take all the pressure off everybody else off that defense because he know
0: they about to try to target me. So y'all do y'all thing. And I think the, I think this is a game. This is gonna be a big game for Sue because I um, you, yeah. you know you know Darnold. They're gonna triple team Darnold. They're gonna have two yeah. linemen and a running back to chip him. This is an undocumented Sue's game. He has to show up to make this any type of a game. Also, I believe that they need to. I, I know McVay's pretty with the offense, but. We mm-hmm. saw something in that first game with Todd Gurley. If I'm numb, I don't even want this game to be a high-scoring game. I want this to be a high-efficiency game, whereas we're going to take advantage of each possession. And by that, I mean feed Gurley early and often. Try to say that three times fast. Gurley early and often. Yikes. But feed yeah. him the ball early and often. Control tempo. Control the clock. Don't let that offense get rolling, that Saints offense, that is. And make this game where... Every possession counts and we know we can score. Can you score when you get the ball?
1: That's but the wild, but the wild card is CJ Anderson aka Kyle Lowry Jr. Huh. Yeah, he is the wild card in that game because he, Yo. as he showed at the Dallas game, he's a behind can, can do some things.
0: He's a big boy. he, he, he yeah. I, I remember as a Giants fan, that, that Packers matchup where Brandon Jacobs ran over, I think it was Charles Woodson, that was a tone setter in that NFC Championship game. Having that kind of running back who guys do not necessarily want to tackle and the Saints don't have Vakara anymore flying in to lay those big hits from the secondary, that might be something to look at as well. Hey,
1: I commend you that's one of your big words but I commend you on naming some guys who don't get enough credit hey. Brandon Jacobs Marcus Colston
0: Marcus Colston why not yeah. People why know not they forget how
1: good he was they just and they used him the right way they lined him up in the slot everything they used him perfect because he wasn't the outside receiver Speaking of receivers, and I don't want to oh, do this damn. to you, Jar. Here we go. got to do it to you. I'm still sitting here waiting on my uh, – is that UPS? Nope, it's not. <laughs> I'm, with, I'm waiting on my case of Diet Mountain Dew because, my man, the best receiver in the game, Mr. DeAndre Hopkins, another all-pro year. And I know we text about it. We text about it. You saying, well, my guy got hurt. The best ability is availability.
0: I don't, I, got no, I, I don't got nothing
1: to say. Andre Hopkins is the number one receiver in the game. Odell is a mere, <sighs> you know, French. He's
0: French top five right now. <sighs> listen, listen, listen. You can say what you want to say about Odell and availability, but we all know that Odell didn't play anymore because the Giants were tanking. They didn't need him, they wanted to lose games. That's what it was.
1: Know. I don't know, because they looked like they were trying to win that last game. And I text him, I'm like, wait, are they trying to win? And hey. he was like, I don't know. And let me tell y'all about Jarf real quick, man. It was media <laughs> Sunday. I texted this dude, and I'm like, Jarf, what are they doing? He was like, bro, I'm already drunk. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even
0: watching no more. I'm not watching this. You got to understand something, J.O. I get mad emotional about these Giants, bro. And it, it gets difficult for me to continuously watch them lose, bro. It's hard for me, man. And with Graham was it Graham Gano or whoever when they played the Panthers and
1: he kicked that sixty yard field goal, Duh. I felt your pain when Jarv said, "Not again."
0: Two years Not in a, a row, again. sixty. Who who but the Giants loses in consecutive years on sixty plus yard field goals after making comebacks where it looked good for us and our season was on the line? It was like deja vu. And
1: Justin Tucker out here missing fifty five yeah. yarders.
0: It's like yo, but you know what? But fair is fair. Every excuse aside, D-Hop put in that pain. I'm not sure if they're going to give him that undisputed crown with A.B. still lurking out there, you know, but D-Hop, for, for, for my money, was number one this year. And you know what? It's one up on, on, on the Mountain Dew packages thus far. Yes. See, so I'm, my... I, I, I could back down. I'm going to hold my L gracefully.
1: I don't even know if A.B. get the crown. His shenanigans right now takes that away from him, so... He... He probably underneath Michael Thomas
0: right now. You know what? I, it, what bothers me is like AB can do all of this, but people are always ready to kill Odell. I'm like they they are constantly ready to to finish that man. With the, but they'll they'll love off Antonio Brown. I don't understand that.
1: But you know what? Antonio Brown walling, and he's not even getting the blame. They blame it on Le'Veon
0: Bell. <laughs> and then word word on the block is, is that he's acting up like this because the fact that Juju Smith Schuster is getting some of that love.
1: Yeah, and shout out to Jarv again for because right before the season started, I texted him and I said, "Hey, who would you go with, Bell or Gurley?" He told because I had the number one fantasy
0: pick, And he told me to go Le'Veon. So, shout out to Jarve. Hey, who would have thought he was going to sit out the whole season? Nobody saw that coming.
1: I saw it coming. That's why I took Gurley. You
0: (laughs) see, you trying to give me the curse. See? Nah, that's what it is. That's why black coaches get fired. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Mike Tomlin's safe in these streets, bro. Yeah, that's it after this year, though. He's gone. You think so? Also, oh, yes, real quick there. because because I did my Googles and I and I love that receiving call. That Saints team I was talking about had Lance Moore. That's who I was thinking of. Lance oh. Moore, uh uh Devry Henderson, Robert oh. Meacham, that group of receivers. That's the Saints offense that I remember. You know what I mean? Two fast dudes that couldn't catch. Oh. But Lance Moore got busy though. Gotta get that man his
1: credit. Oh, he was cold. Rocking that week number
0: sixteen. Do you remember that? You remember oh, yeah. that? Oh yeah, All last more, right. last more got down. Yes, sir. But this is where we are gonna stop. We gave people that legendary sixty minute Iron Man match. You know, you know what I need you to do for me before you break out of here. Yeah, identify man. identify you. yourself. Let them know about Jo a little bit. What you got going on? What the movements are.
1: First of all, let me say this. It's been a while since I've done a podcast, even oh, an yeah. episode. I, I, I kind of took a little early retirement, man. And I <laughs> commend. And let me tell y'all why. Because people be hitting me up saying, you know, when is the podcast coming back? I commend these guys who do it consistently uh-huh. because it, it's it's very hard to do a podcast. What people don't understand, it's very, very time-consuming. It, it's, it's constantly on your mind. You mm-hmm. have to, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of sacrifices you have to make. And I'm just not ready to put forth that sacrifice right now in my personal life. Um, I have another, I have a, a another, other engagements. That's what I'm trying to say. I got other engagements going on in life. Mm-hmm. And I'm a father and it's just so much going on. But you can find me on Twitter. I'll, I'm occasionally on there. I'll like and retweet some things. I won't do too much. But y'all can find me on Twitter at Odin2218. And if you still want to go Listen to my podcast It's still on Apple Podcasts Call it what you want I don't do it anymore I'm as a I'm a background
0: guy now Listen y'all He gonna be on the gray area So you gonna hear J.O. When I tap him on the shoulder To pull up
1: Oh yeah yeah And, and the thing about Jarv too man Is he's notorious For letting me know last minute That I'm supposed to be On the gray area today hey. I was sitting down I just got home I'm like oh Jarv's like hey, 8 o'clock work for you I'm like today? You damn Tonight? right So, yeah, I mean, that's Jarv. But, I mean, uh, Jarv, for you, brother, keep doing what you're doing, man. You the man. You know it's all love always. I appreciate it. Whenever you hit me on a text, I'm there for you. I got you.
0: Listen, you're going to stop exposing these secrets about how rushed I am in these streets, bruh.
1: Hey, but (laughs) Jarv is always late.
0: Listen, <laughs> I'm late, but I'm always on time, baby. Come on now. See, Jar, man, <laughs> responsible for more black coaches fired than <laughs> anyone else. Yo, J.O., I'm going <laughs> to holla at you, man. All right, my brother. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, the gray area, chapter 40. This is the long haul, y'all. Look at this. 40 chapters already. Can you believe that? Two-year anniversary coming soon. As the saying goes. Whether you
1: like it. The best going today. Woo! Perfect.